is come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. Amen. Amen. Um, before I start, I would like to take you all guys to the Jesus' time. Um, when he used to speak at that time, we all know, you know, he, when he used to talk about different things, but people understood completely wrong, completely different. Like when he said he, he, eternal life, people were thinking, they were saying, um, our ancestor Abraham died, our father Abraham died, Moses died, and you are saying you will be living forever. You know, while he was talking about eternal life. And what Jesus was talking about flesh and blood, he was talking about bread and wine. I still remember Katrina talking about it two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. And they understood actual flesh and blood. And many of their disciples left at that time because they found it too harsh. When he was talking about born again, then one of the wise men of that time called Nicodemus, he understood like, Master, how can people be born again while he was born already? Can he enter into the mother's womb? He was talking about destroying temples and building in three days. People said it took our ancestor 46 years to build this temple. You know, like completely wrong. So when he's saying, come unto me today, you know, let me put it like this. Um, coming to church and coming to Jesus is different. Right. Um, it's like meeting with Christian and meeting with Christ. Christian can always represent Christ, but the meeting with Christ is completely different. Christian can encourage people, get from, get get helps you helps you to make stronger in faith, but the meeting with Christ is completely different. Like like Saul did on his way to Damascus. Mm. One of the persecutors, you know, persecutor of Christians. While he was on his way to persecute the Christian on Damascus, he fell off from his horse, got blind, lost his reason, heard Jesus talking to him. You know, that's the encounter. That's the encounter I'm talking about when you meet Jesus Christ. It's not like meeting Christians. That's an encounter. Do you know what he did? He changed his name. Paul. He changed his identity. He changed his living style. He changed his life completely. He followed Jesus. He preached Jesus till death. That's how it's like when you meet Jesus. That's different. Completely different. It's like being with Christ and being a Christian. You know, being a Christian is easy. You come to church, get a Bible. Recite a couple of verses, pray, you're a Christian there. But being with Christ is Christ living in you. Christ, you know, you, you, you ignore yourself. You ignore yourself. Like Paul is talking about flesh and spirit against each other, the conflict. Whatever flesh wanted to do, spirit doesn't want to do it. Whatever flesh wanted, uh, spirit wanted to do, flesh doesn't want to do it. But if Christ is living in you, his spirit, if you encounter with Jesus, then you ignore your earthly desires. It's completely different coming to church and coming to Christ when he says, come to me. Completely different. You know, like people in that time, they understood different. 
I would say wrong. <laughs> and Jesus is talking about yoke there. So where do we use the yoke? It's for animals, we all know that, who are carrying heavy load. In order to move them from some point to a certain point. So that they can pull the load or push the load easily. What It will help them to make it easy. And Jesus is talking about the yoke. The Jesus' yoke is for us, like who are burdened. The burden can be anything. Anxiety, sickness, you know, like financial problems, whatever issues, relationship problems, fixing your careers, running after the future, worrying about your life. That burden can be anything. So if you are burdened today with all this stress, with all these things, then this Jesus' yoke is for you guys, for us, for me. Amen. If we are burdened today. Um, let me help you with this one. I was playing um, Monopoly once. Well, playing Monopoly with my wife, Renu, my cousins. And um, I was winning it. I was right into it, and I was just winning. I was living my life there. And, and um, yeah, I owned a few banks. <laughs> Hotels, you know, properties. I was very prosperous and successful businessman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just winning it, winning. Uh, my, my cousin wasn't comp- competing, you know, he was in competition. I thought, all right, you're there. I beat him, you know, and I was still winning it. I thought, all right, let me buy this Mayfair. I like it so much. Roll my magic dice in the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Got the Mayfair there. Yeah, I own Mayfair again. I thought like, it would last forever. You know, I was just winning it. I was living my life, living my life. <laughs> Finally, you all know, you know, it's over. So game finished, back to my work, home, normal life, my real life. And if I look at me today, myself, I can't use that money any, to buy anything here in this life. You know, I can't invest it. I used to be like successful businessman there, you know. <laughs> Now here, you know, it's me. Yeah, and if we are running after fixing careers and all this wealth, you know, that's not wrong thing to do. I'm just trying to express that um, while you, where your treasure is, there your heart is. You know, so your career and your wealth. That's like we're just living monopoly life now. The, when we enter into Jesus' life, the life is talking about Jesus, you know, eternal life. We won't be able to use anything, anything there in that life. No career, you know. We won't be able to use this money. I, I can't buy anything from my bank from the monopoly. You know, I'm just trying to encourage you, you know, what will happen to all these careers if you are trying to fix these careers and, you know, if you are burdened with these things. If we enter into the real world, eternal life, there won't be any use of it, any, any use at all. Because that's different world. This is different world than that monopoly world. Amen. So if we are burdened today with, with all these things, then still, you know, we need to enter to the world Jesus is talking about. These things doesn't make sense anywhere. For where your treasure is, there will be, there will your heart will be also. 
I'm trying to look at this, just, just this verse today. As Jamie used to say um, sometimes, you know, it's good to stick in one verse and give it, get every juice out of it, every single bite. You know, so, so I'm trying my best to stick in this verse, 28 and 29, Matthew chapter 11. Yeah. And Jesus is talking about exchanging things there, you know, he's offering exchange. Come with me, come to me with burden, take my light yoke. So if you are burdened, he's ex- offering some exchange there. Like, come to me with anxiety, take my peace. Amen. You know, come to me with your problems, take my strength. <coughs> give me your life, give me your life, take my eternal life. He's just offering Exchange. Give me a hope for your for hope for your future. You know. Give me completely. So now we know coming to Christ, and we need to give Him. So how do we give give Him everything? How do we surrender? Like Peter says in book, in his book, First Peter five seven, cast all your worries, for He cares about you. So how do we surrender everything? And God put me this picture. If one of us, any one of us, walking in the public area, in the street, or wherever, in the train station, about to go on a holiday with your luggages, bags, and if you need to use gents or any loo, you know, ladies. So if you need to use it, so or if I need to use it, can I give my belongings to the person who is sitting next to me? Well, I can, but do I do it? No, I won't. Because I don't know him. I don't trust him. I don't know him personally. God put me this picture there. So if I, if I can't give my piece of bag to the person whom I don't know, I know him as a human being. Look like, looks like me, two legs, two arms, you know. Just, 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 just a human being. But I don't know him personally. I don't trust him, I don't know him, I haven't seen him before. So how can I give my belongings to him then? No, I don't, I won't give him. So if I don't know him, God, today, if I don't trust God, then how can I give all my burdens to him? I know that. Amen. Right? How can I give my life to him? Because I'm not sure. Jesus, what are you going to do with it? I'm not sure. You know? So, how can I give him my life? How can I give him my future? How can I give him my relationship? While I'm having a problem with my relationship or financial problem, whatever, how can I give him all my situation? No, I can't. Because I don't trust him. Simple. This might sound a bit harsh or a bit bitter. You don't have to agree with it, but this is truth. If you come to church, we all, we praise him, give him glory, you go home. Still burdened, a few days later we realized our relationship is getting worse. Financial problems is still there. It's getting bigger. Looks like it's not changing anything, but it's getting even worse. Then this is the thing, a bit harsh, but truth. We don't trust God. We don't trust. If we trust Him, this verse is not only helping us to live our life. It's making our life easier and smoother. Amen. Amen. You know, if, if we, 
Before we come to come to Christ, we need to trust that He is real. Amen. He is alive. Amen. He indeed came to heaven, or came to earth from heaven, died and resurrected. We, 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 all, we all need to believe every single bit of it before we come to Jesus. If we are still burdened, then simple. It's not that we are not trusting Him. There is bit, still some doubt somewhere. You know, when that father came to Jesus and he said, uh, Lord, can you please heal my son? He's been sick since his, child, since his childhood. And Jesus replies, believe he will get healed. And father replies immediately, tears in his eyes. He says, Lord, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. There is still some doubt, you know. Even we believe that there is some doubt. So until we trust him completely, we won't be able to give him our burdens. That's for real. We need to trust him. We need to be confident in God. So let's remember what Jesus did for us. If you don't know Jesus this morning, then let me tell you who Jesus is. He is the one who died for you. Amen. What does he need to die? Because we all sin. There's a death still need to come. He died for that death. Already he paid it all. But before we come to Jesus and before we find that rest, the one Jesus is talking about, we need to trust him. Hallelujah. We need to trust him that he actually died. Amen. And rose again. This is, you know, when we encounter him, it's like very solid proof, concrete. Why Paul changed his life? He was having a very good life there. He used to be top leader of his army. He used to have everything, but he changed it. He gave up all. Why is that? But he, because he encountered Jesus. So if, if we encounter Jesus today, that's what's going to happen to our life. We live it. We just don't read the scripture, but we live it. He died for us. So if anyone can die while he was at earth, he was just like us, human being, 100% human, 100% God. We all know that. So if he can die for us, if someone can die, it was not easy for him to die, as he was human being. If someone can die for us, then he can cross any limit to get you healed after of his sickness. To get you out of that problem, to give you that rest. He can cross any, any limit because he died. You know, if, I, if I can die for my wife to prove her that I love her, there is no big sign than that. Or for my family. Jesus has died. Jesus has died. That means what sign we need. That's the biggest sign that ever that he proved that he loved us. He is indeed meek in heart. For he humbled himself till death. He was gentle.
before we come to Jesus and to find the rest he was talking about, we need to trust. We need to trust him so that we'll be able to give him all our burdens. How can we give our belongings to the person whom we don't know? We just know him as a God. Just like I know that person as he's a human being, looks like me. Yes, God. But if we have personal relationship, then we know what he's able to do. We need to believe every single story of the Bible. It's the same earth, just a different time, same world. Now he, he, he parted the sea into two. So that he can, he can do it for us as well. We need to believe every single thing of it. I understand sometimes we all get um, very aggressive situations, you know. Stop on some circumstances. We all get it. Looks like it will last forever. You know, so no clue what to do at that time. Still trusting in God, still praying, still not giving up. We understand it. I would suggest to you this morning, try what can you do. First, try it. Whatever you can. Try every single way. Try to sort it out, fix it. Whatever that problem is. Until you find out whether you will be able to do it by your own or not. If you are able to do it, you will make it happen. If you are not able to do it, then that's not your fight. Because you can't do it. You need someone to help you. You need someone there. But try it. Don't give it up. God, God just loves that attitude, you know? Never giving up. God loves that attitude. So keep that attitude on you and try it, try it, try it, try it. But if you can't, if, you, if you're really burdened, then that's not your fight. Have you ever seen a husband and a wife fighting? <laughs> In the street or wherever, you know? It's just a picture God gave me. If I'm walking in the street, a couple fighting there or family. If I'm walking in the street there, if I go approach them, try to comfort them, do you know what will happen? They both come against me. <laughs> Mind your own business. Who are you? Your family, your husband and wife, you know? They both come against me. That's it. If it's not your fight, you stay out of it. Otherwise, that fight will come against you. You see that? That fight will come against you, I'm telling you. It will happen. If you're not fighting that battle today, that's going to come soon. Because there's an enemy against us. Let me encourage you again. But we always live a level above from the enemy. We are always a level above. He is there, but we are a level above from him. Because God's on our side. <laughs> yeah, so if it's not your fight, let it go. Jesus is saying, come unto me, give your burden, that's mine. Take my yoke, it's light, that's yours. Exchange. So that's Jesus' fight there. Choose your fight. Choose your fight. Choose your battle. If it's yours, you fight for it, you go for it. You win it. God will give you victory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 But if it's not your fight, 
Don't give up. Go and trust him. When you trust him, you'll give everything. You surrender. If you don't trust him, you don't give your piece of bag to a stranger. Trust him that he will be, he's able to do it for you. He's able to fix your future. He's able to fix your relationship, your financial problems, your health. I was suffered from panic attack once, a long time ago. That was severe for five years, more than five years, I think. But I'm speaking right in front of you today. <laughs> you know, that was severe panic attack. I mean, it's not like just panicking. I see death. I used to see death everywhere. I never used to get scared of death before. Maybe I was careless, I think. You know, but he is able to do it. He will do it. But before we come to him again. You know, book of Hebrew eleven six. It's impossible to please Lord without faith. We need to have faith on Him. We need to trust Him. We need to believe on Him that God, you can do it because you are real. You are there. When we say God, when we say Jesus, we are we we are we are speaking the highest name, name of all names. Nothing is impossible. 